Blog Talk Radio. Madden voice right around lunchtime. I hope you got a sandwich. Wanted to talk a little bit of Dallas Cowboys football. And, uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of political talking lately because we have an election coming up in less than two weeks. And um, very important election to get out there and vote. Um, but I wanted to talk Cowboys football. Oh, and by the way, my girlfriend, my very own girlfriend, wasn't sure if that was me playing the unknown host. It was. I think pretty much everyone knew that. I just wanted to do something different to display my disgust and what's been going on. Um, you know, I don't know if it worked or not, but it was fun. Anyway, um, I listened to Sean Lee and his recent interview. He's back on a practice field, and um, there's no timetable on his return to the field field, but he says he's healthy. He's, they're trying to give him more and more, and um, at some point, he expects to get back on the field. What, you know, do we do we expect Sean Lee's abilities to make a big difference? No. But one of the things that I realized and we missed and are missing is his leadership. Um, and I do believe at some at some point, if Dallas is smart, when he finally does retire, um, he should be a part of that coaching staff. You know. Uh, there's different role. I don't know that I'd put him right in as a defensive coordinator, but I certainly would could see him starting out as linebackers coach, and then at some point defensive coordinator. Um, you know, is he head coaching material? I don't know, but um, certainly he knows defense, and uh, he's 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 a leader, and um, you know I, I hope they keep him engaged. I really do. And I, and I think, you know, the reason, one of the reasons I wanted to come back and talk a little bit more, you know, I follow the team very closely. I listen to Mike McCarthy's comments. Um, I've listened to Zeke's comments and, and, and others. And, um, you know, <laughs> I, I don't even know where to begin. Um, stand by what I said Tuesday night. Mike McCarthy needs to go. Now, I could be wrong. I, I, my mind could be changed. You know, uh, things could happen over the next several weeks where the team starts to come together and look like, you know, they're playing as, as one unit and get some wins and, and not be such an embarrassment. And, and, you know, and maybe I come back and say I was wrong and, you know, might needed a little bit more time since there was no training camp, so to speak, no preseason at all. Um, you know, and he's walking into a, a damn, you know, reun- brand new situation for him. But it just feels to me like the game's passed him by. It feels to me like Aaron Rodgers 
was so good that he covered up a lot of Mike McCarthy's deficiencies. And Dak, you know, not being as good as Aaron Rodgers, but being very good, also was able to do that. And Andy Dalton cannot do that. So we'll, we'll see. Um, they got a, you know, a winnable game against the uh, Washington football team and a winnable game against the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, those are two winnable games. And if they come out of that 0-2, then I was right. <laughs> Seriously. Because not a team that's 2-4, and 2-6. and six. Might still have a chance at first place. I don't know. Might even still be in first place. I don't know. But at, at 2-6, and six, you can't, you can't, you can't, you know, half the season's over. You can't say that they made a good decision. McCarthy, McCarthy would need to go. I believe that today. On the other hand, two games from now, they're at 4-4. Four and four, Commanding leader, first place, ready to host the Steelers. Heck, if they're able to beat the Steelers, it says, it says something different. But, you know, I, I did that three games in a row at home. If they could win all three games, could they beat, you know, the Cardinals? Could they beat the Browns? Could they beat the Giants? Could they be, you know, a three-game winning streak at home? Home makes it. I, I, I did that dance and firmly believed that they would come out of this three-game streak at least two and one, if not three and all. And have a stranglehold on the NFC East. And being home makes a difference. And getting some players back. I, I firmly believed that. Uh, I don't know what to believe now. I know that uh, Randy Gregory is um, cleared to play. The last we saw Randy Gregory on the field, he was a monster. Then he got suspended. Before that, he was suspended again. He was a monster. So, you know, this will be his third go-around with the Cowboys. He's worth it. I'm glad they stuck by him. And let's see if he has any of what he had before back. Um, I don't know how old he is. Let me see if Alexa knows. Alexa, how old is Randy Gregory? Randy Gregory, 27 years old. He was born on November 23, 1992 in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay, so he's 27. So, I mean, if he really has his act made up, he could have a nice long career and be very productive. Um, David Irving, I guess, is either been reinstated or seeking reinstatement. Um, he was a beast before he was suspended. I hope they do not bring him back. I think he is a loser. I think that he, he, you know, he left the Cowboys to go get high and made no bones about it. Um, and I, I understand that I am a proponent for second chances and third chances, but I am not a proponent for ignorance. And I said it then, and I'll say it now. That was ignorant. Now, all of a sudden, you're looking to get reinstated. Oh, you run out of money? All of a sudden, you need to come back and play a couple of years and make about $10 million so you can have money. I don't know what it is. I don't care if he goes somewhere and it becomes defensive player of the year. He would not be on my football team. I'll take Earl Thomas 25 times before I took him once. The way he left his team, the disgrace that he was when he left, you know, Ricky Williams S. But Ricky Williams had played 11 years in the NFL. Like, Ricky Williams paid his dude and been very productive and, and you know, didn't leave in the middle of the season to go get high. You know, Ricky Williams is very much a pro-weed guy, but he didn't leave in the middle of the season to go get high. Two different scenarios. So, David Irving, no. I know Cowboys may still have his rights. I hope he never sees the football field as a Cowboy again. Uh, Cheeto Awuzie is close to coming back. I don't know if it'll be this week or following week, but he's close. He's a solid cornerback, um, and, and it'll be much needed. Uh, Leighton Van Der returned last week. He managed to make it through the game healthy. Um, I, I don't know that his impact um, was great. Uh, he certainly was at least better than 
what we had. Uh, Joe Thomas is solid, but I think, you know, it's no comparison. And I think him and, and Jalen Smith play well together. Um, I, I don't think the, I don't think the front four or the front seven is the issue. They, they clearly can get more pressure. I think Demarcus Lawrence is, um, you know, I, I don't know what's going on there. People are saying that, you know, he got paid and disappeared and, uh, you know, maybe there's some validity to that, but you know, when you're, when you've done what he's done, you get more attention and that's a fact. So, um, you know, you could say Aaron Donald gets a lot of attention and he's still, you know, and, and that's true. But Demarcus Lawrence is not Aaron Donald. He's not Khalil Mack. He's Demarcus Lawrence. If he wants to be, you know, treated like those players, even though he's making their money, he needs to play like them, and he's not. So um, all this Smith started off strong. I, I think the last uh, game or two, I, you know, I, I, I haven't seen the Alden Smith that came firing out of the box, but, you know, I'll have faith. I, I think it's interesting when I watch some of the television coverage and the, the reports and, you know, I try to learn from these guys wherever possible. And, you know, a lot of them are former athletes. And I, and I thought it was interesting that Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless went at it. And, you know, Shannon pointed out deficiencies in the Cowboys players, not the scheme, but the players. And one of the things he pointed out was Alden Smith had contained on that Odell Beckham Jr. Um, reverse. His job was more to contain him than it was to make the play. If you contain him, then people will rally. But because he didn't contain them, and, you know, now my question is, I'm not going to, you know, Skip was like, are you sure? You, you know, you don't know. And you know, I thought that was pretty funny of Skip to tell a Hall of Famer, three-time Super Bowl champion. I think he's three times. Three times? To Ravens? Oh, no, he played for the – yeah, I think he got one with the Ravens and two with the Broncos. So three-time Super Bowl champion, uh, Hall of Famer. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I think Skip, you know, okay, Skip. I'm going to listen to you over him. 14 years, Hall of Famer, three Super Rings. Right. Um, but it, it is interesting when, when you hear that and you think maybe there is something to this coaching because that is a coaching issue. You know, you are taught to, um, you know, certain things that you need to do on the field. And, you know, there, there was another play uh, last week that was run and DeMarcus Lawrence had contained and blew it. And so you start seeing these same mistakes repeatedly, you know, uh, that, that long touchdown pass and the cornerback or the safety had a certain space to play and came up and didn't play. And they threw it right over his head. And Shannon Sharp was very clear. You were supposed to play this spot. Why are you here? Because when you got here, this is what this guy did. Touchdown. And so I say all that to say we get some players coming back. Sean Lee's healthy. All of it ain't going to matter if these coaches don't know what the hell they're doing, and that's what we're hearing from the players is that the coaches don't know what they're doing. And, you know, if that's the case, then it's going to be a long season. It's, it's you know, um, Mike McCarthy is an offensive coach. He hires Mike Nolan, who, when his last, uh, I think he was Atlanta in 2012 as a defensive coordinator. And so, and I believe they were 31st in the league in defense underneath his watch. Mike Nolan, uh, uh, in, uh, a little bit of Mike McCarthy comes back, 
and this is the guy you want to bring whose last job he was uh, coaching the team that was 31st in the NFL. Like, why? <laughs> you know, like, wh- what would make you pick him? This is the Dallas Cowboys. This is the team. I mean, you know, I get Jerry Jones may not be the easiest person to coach for, but this is the most visible sports franchise in the world. Certainly the most valuable, one of the most popular, and arguably the most visible franchise, sports franchise in the world. Now, maybe the Lakers right now could have something to say about that, the combination of the visibility due to Kobe Bryant's untimely passing, LeBron James being able to bring them um, a championship, um, and, and the NBA being very visible under the bubble and COVID and all that. So, um, you know, so, you know, short term, maybe the Lakers could say something. Um, certainly nobody in baseball can, can say anything. You know, not Tampa, not, not L.A., you know, but maybe the Lakers. But, you know, and, and I know soccer is popular around the world, but, um, you know, and, and maybe if we really did a survey, we'd find out that, you know, some soccer teams that are more visible because soccer is the more popular sport worldwide. But everybody knows the Dallas Cowboys. Everybody knows the star. Everybody. Okay, let's just call it like it is. You go anywhere and you bring up football, everybody knows the Dallas Cowboys. And you have a chance to be the defensive coordinator for the Dallas Gays a long line. And you pick up Mike Nolan. And after six games, he's done nothing. The biggest move that they could say he's made is coming from the booth, I mean from the the, uh, box up above to to the sidelines. That's what he's done. The defense is terrible. Um... And when the players squawk about being unprepared and not knowing things, there's got to be some truth to it. Now, let's be clear. We've seen some performance by these players, and if these are the same ones squawking, you need to shut your mouth. I'd like to assume that the ones that are talking are the ones that are leaving it all out on the field and feeling very frustrated, not the Xavier Woods of the world. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, Xavier Woods, there's two Woods. There's Antron Woods on the line and Xavier Woods, the safety. Um, what he said was just uh, why he's still on. I would, he would be cut. I don't care. I'll go play safety and cut him. Like, I, I, there, there comes a point in time where you have to make a statement. You have to kind of say, we're not going to tolerate this behavior, this attitude. We're, we're not tolerating it. Can you imagine if you played for Bill Belichick? Bill Parcells, Jimmy Johnson, can you imagine? And you come out and you say, I, I, you know, it's not realistic to expect us to give maximum effort for 70 plays. Okay, guess what? You don't have to give maximum effort for any plays. Maybe they wouldn't cut him. Maybe they would bench him. I don't know. But there would have been a penalty for saying that stuff. Nah. No, we're back to Wade Phillips, right? <laughs> you know, Mike McCarthy's, you know, turning into a Wade, or maybe he's a, 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 a you know, a, a offensive version of Wade Phillips. I don't know, but you know, no, no penalty, no nothing. Nah, nah, nah. And 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 here's the funny part is, so you allow that, and then the following week we get players saying that nothing, you know, there's a lack of. Um, uh, the coaches don't know what they're doing and they're not prepared. So you see how mushrooms? Well, you can't expect us to give maximum effort for 70 plays a game. Nah, and then the next week it's, well, 
you know, the coaches don't know that they, they don't know how to coach. They're not prepared. They don't know their jobs. They're not doing good jobs. You would never hear this on a Bill Belichick team or a Bill Parcells team or a Jimmy Johnson team or heck, I'll keep it in the family. Tom Landry, are you kidding me? 29 years as head coach. If you only had coached, I think the only longer tenure as head coach might be um, Don Shula. May he rest in peace. Great coach. Um, I think he did over 30 years. Don't quote me, but I think he did. Um, Like, you know, if you don't have culture, number one, there has to be a culture. And the one thing the Cowboys had under Jason Garrett was culture. I don't care what you say. Jason Garrett, to the point where he bored us all, the same message. He was very consistent. He knew what he was going to say. And what did I say the other day? All that clapping that people complained about. Y'all love to see that clapping. Now, the clapping was let it go. Let's regroup. We got this. Come on, guys. Mike McCarthy sits there and, you know, I, I think I've seen emotion from him once when uh, C.D. Lamb got tackled and they didn't call it. He went crown ballistic, which was justifiable. Other than that, nothing. So he's not clapping. Ooh. Now, was I happy that Jason Garrett was let go? Well, I think I was pretty clear that it was time because he had had enough time to get it done and he hadn't got it, gotten it done. And I can only defend you for so long, and I supported the decision made. Was I happy when Mike McCarthy was brought in? Of course I was. You know why? Because he's a Super Bowl champion. So on the outside looking in, you think you're bringing in a Super Bowl champion to lead the team. Of course you're happy. Six games into it, I'm not happy. Now, Dak is out. You've got Dalton, which was a good move. Sample size of Dalton as a Cowboy quarterback is mixed. Off the bench, he looked good. As a starter, he looked bad. Let's see what happens against Washington. Let's see what happens in the next couple weeks. But if you want any chance to make it to the postseason in a soft, winnable NFC East, Dalton may not have it enough to do it. You may have to go get another quarterback. And I go back to what I said, you know, why aren't (laughs) Colin Kaepernick could be your answer. He's going to be better than Dalton, and he's going to be cheap. What do you got to lose? What do you have to lose? We think he's going to come in and be a locker room distraction? I doubt it. You're worried about more media attention? You're Dallas. You're the Cowboys. You're on TV every day someone's talking about you. You're winning, people are talking about you. You're losing, people are talking about you. All, all these shows make all their money off of LeBron James and the Dallas Cowboys. And maybe some Tom Brady too. Those are, those are the three sports things. There is nothing else, right? Mike Tyson's supposed to be fighting Roy Jones in November. Exhibition fight. I haven't heard about that in weeks. About it when it was signed, he ain't brought it up at all. Lomachenko just got upset by Lopez. They talked about it a little bit. Back to the Cowboys. The players are rumbling in the locker room. And the Cowboys, the Lakers, LeBron James, Tom Brady. Those are your, those are your big sports items on these talk shows, these debate shows. That's what's being talked about. You think you're going to, like, hurt something, media attendance, uh, fan attendance, um, if you bring in Colin Kaepernick? No. All of you, I've never watched football again. They're all watching football again. You kneel, I'm turning football off. Eh, They're watching football. That was a bunch of bullshit. Any team that signs Colin Kaepernick, I'm burning burning his jersey. Right. You're going to spend $100 on a jersey. 
just to burn it. Are you going to take the one out of your car? Yeah, there's some fools that'll do that. Most people, no. Most people, the anger lasts about a week. It's human nature. You respond in a certain way. And then as time passes, you realize no one gives a shit. You're only one person and no one really cares what you do. Guess what? When Sunday comes, you're back on that TV. You're not watching golf. <laughs> you know, you're not watching auto racing. You're watching football. Let's just be honest. Ratings never suffered. The only thing that's hurting the NFL, which is the same thing that's hurting everything else, is COVID. COVID has been painful. But that's it. None of the other stuff mattered. It was a bunch of crap. And so if you sign Colin Kaepernick, there'll be a surge in interest. There'll be an underlying following throughout the season if you put him in and play. If he goes in and he does well, you're going to look like geniuses. Someone finally gave him a chance, and, oh, my God, you're winning again. If he goes in and tanks, you cut him. And then you're like, well, we tried. Same thing with Earl Thomas. He's got all these baggage and all these issues. I don't know what they are. I don't care what they are. If he's willing to give it a try, why won't you? Give him a shot. If you bring him in and it just doesn't work. Now, if, if, if he's in the middle of some legal proceeding that we haven't been made aware of and it's only a matter of time before it comes out and then you find out he did something like you know, mess around with little kids or something crazy like that, okay. If we find that out down the road, I retract my statement, and all the teams did the right thing by staying away from them. If there's something like that brewing that we just don't know about and no one wants to say anything for fear of a defamation or a slander or libel if you write about it, fine. Understood. And at that time, I will retract everything I said about go get Thomas. But if it's not something like that, and it's just something where he needs some support, some counseling, some patience, I, I don't get it. Try it. Try it. You have increased rosters, increased practice squads this year for this very reason, because of COVID, because there was no preseason, because training camp was cut short, because there's more injuries. The NFL expanded everything to give teams more flexibility. So unless I'm missing something, which is very possible, but whatever it was, the Texans gave him a shot. Now, from what I heard, they sent him home. I don't know what that means. They sent him home. But that's what the words were in the press. The Texans brought him in. They sent him home. So they at least had enough sense to say, come on in. Let's give it a try. He came in. I don't know what, what, what it was. They sent him home. Now, maybe, you know, Texans, Dallas, same state, you know, maybe there was conversations and you, you found out what you needed from them. I, I don't know. But from a fan's perspective, it would certainly make us feel better if you did something like that, because the safeties are terrible. They're, they're just terrible. Okay. Um, I, I, Thompson and, and, and Wilson, I think those are our safeties. They're terrible. And at least one play a game, they get burnt deep. Not one play a year, <laughs> which is what you expect in the NFL. You know, you got caught looking the wrong way. You slipped and fell. Uh, you missed the assignment. Once a year, twice a year, it happened. No, at least once a game. A couple of games, it was two, three times. Deep, wide open, touchdown. Scored like two touchdowns all year, scores 34 points. Like, now, again, Vanderesh just came back. He should be better next week. Um, Awuzier should be on, is, is on his way back. Randy Gregory is cleared to play. 
Um, Sean Lee at some point will be back, and he's like having a coach on the field. He's not even on the sidelines, which I didn't know for whatever reason. Maybe it's a COVID reason. He can't be on the sidelines during the game. I don't know. But that would even be helpful, his leadership. But we have all these pieces coming back. Can we hold it together? We got a woeful Washington team. If y'all can't beat Washington, there's nothing more I can say. I think the unknown host will be back next week if you can't beat Washington. We get this Washington win. Get ready for Sunday night football. I think this one is actually in Philadelphia. Sunday night football, I believe. And, you know, at this point where I would have said a few weeks ago, we might be able to split with Philly, lose it there, but win at home. You know, we get to the point where we might need to win that one in Philly. And we play well in Philly. Can we get these two wins? And then in three weeks, you know, maybe, maybe you know, I don't know what Zach Martin's status is. I saw someone got released. Um, a starting guard was released. Played all 16 games last year. I think it was Jacksonville. Missed the last two games. They released him. Check him out. He might be better than what we got. Can he play tackle? Can we move Zach Martin back out to tackle and bring this guy in? We need to do something, and we need to do it now. You ever see that money? I want my money, and I want it now. Fellas, we need to do something, and we need to do it now. We can't sit on our laurels. We can't sit back and live in the land of delusion that we have everything we need. We do not. We do not. There are big problems on this team, and you can't keep putting that inferior product out on the field for, for us to, to view. You can't do it. And for Zeke to say, I, I don't know what the problem is, Okay, fine. Just fix it. We can't have you fumbling. You're our, you're you're the guy, not a guy, the guy. And the guy can't fumble twice a game. He should be fumbling twice a year, not twice a game. You can't do that. We have no shot if you keep fumbling the football. So that's about all I got to say. Um, I hope this was in, it was helpful. I don't really want to say encouraging because I'm not encouraged yet. Uh, I'm a touch hopeful. Let's see what happens in, uh, in that. Uh, are we in Washington? Uh, I, I don't remember where the game is on, on Sunday. You know what? I can look real quick. Uh, let's see. We're in Washington. Okay. Uh, but, you know, playing in Washington is always play, like playing a home game. There's so many Cowboy fans out there. Um, and I don't even know if they have fans in their stadiums yet. So that may not even be an issue. Let's go get this win. Let's get three. Keep our first place. Even if it's only doesn't mean much, it's still first place. Go to three and four. Let's get some momentum in here, shall we? That would be great. Okay. All right, gentlemen, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Sorry it was so short. Just wanted to get some things out. Um, if you haven't registered to vote, please go register to vote. Biggest election in the history of elections. Um, but if you don't vote, you can't complain. So with that said, be back next week, um, most likely Tuesday night. Um, but remember, with the election and debates and all types of things, we might move that. We will not be on the election night. I can tell you that now, November 3rd, there will be no patent voice. Um, might be the one week we skip altogether. I'll let you know. But there will be a show next week. Until then, remember, all foods are settled on the field. Everybody have a great day.